What is going on, Knicks fans? You're listening to the Knicks State of Mind podcast. I'm Danny Small, and we have a little bit of a different episode for you here. Uh, You could almost call it a a bonus episode of sorts. Matt Castillo, one of our great hosts, he hosts a Saturday sports report on 1400 Spartanburg Radio. Chip Murphy and myself both went on his radio show on Saturday to preview some of the All-Star Weekend festivities, talk about the game a little bit, the skills competition, three-point dunk contest, all that good stuff. So what we have for you here is I'm going to play my spot first, and then I'll put chips on right after it. Um, and just, you know, a little little bonus episode for the Nick State of Mind listeners. Thanks again, guys, for listening, and uh, I'm going to let I'm gonna let the... Uh, the radio spot speak for himself. Thanks, guys. But we also wanted to take some time and recognize, you know, football's over. I know the XFL's going on right now, but this is right around the time as we start talking a little bit more about the NBA. Uh, and it's right around the All-Star break right now. Last night was the Rising Star Challenge. Tonight are the competitions, the three-point shootout, the dunk contest, and, of course, the All-Star game tomorrow. And that helped me... Uh, talk about this i wanted to bring on one of my good friends that i work with uh, through elite sports new york covers the nba well does a great job with it is danny small so he's going to join us in the image printing hotline danny how are you this morning i'm doing good thanks for having me on fellas excited to talk a little uh little nba all-star weekend stuff well you know it starts last night with the the rising star challenge the world the the u.s um i didn't get a chance to even watch the game i know the u.s won this game but, Dan, I wanted to hear your thoughts on some of these young rising stars that we have in this league. You know, of course, in, locally here, people love Zion. You, you, I'm sure you got a chance to watch it and, and, and take a look at Zion and some of these other players that stood out. What were your thoughts from the game last night? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was a pretty entertaining game. And as far as, you know, the rising stars challenge goes, this, you know, there was a lot of star power there because, obviously, you know, everyone wants to see Zion Williamson throwing down dunks off of, Trey Young lobs, and then you got John Morant, Luka Doncic, R.J. Barrett had a really nice game. So there was, you know, a lot, a lot to see here. Um, but just with Zion, you know, like at the very end of the game, there, um, you know, Team USA had a pretty big lead, and it kind of the last minute was like an impromptu dunk contest, and uh, Zion actually he missed a few, you know, a few, you know, windmill type things at the end. You could tell he just kind of, like, lost his legs a little bit. Um, you know, he played the night before on Thursday. They had a game. So he was just a little tired by the end of it. But overall, it was, you know, as as far as these Rising Stars challenge goes, it was, uh, it was a pretty entertaining game. You know, you had Luka Doncic hit a half-court shot right in front of Trey Young at halftime. Um, you know, R.J. Barrett was lighting it up with 27 points. John Morant had a couple great plays. So, you know, I'm I'm usually not one who gets overly crazy about All-Star Weekend stuff, but I think the Rising Stars game kind of lived up to some of the hype, even though it wasn't, you know, completely close. But I think that part of it is just Team World, their second unit just, you know, didn't really match up with Team USA's. 
So, you know, it could have been a little more competitive, but overall it was it was definitely a great box. You know, Danny, one of the things that you mentioned two guys here, you know, that, that people really care about in this area, of course, Zion Williamson playing high school right here in Spartanburg, but John Moran also from the state of South Carolina, the two guys that went one and two in the draft. Uh, you know, talk, you talked a little bit about Zion, looked a little tired last night, but still 14 points, 7-11 shooting, Ja Morant. You know, just talk about those two guys and, and the impact that you see them having forward with the NBA. And, and just already, you could see what Ja Morant's doing for Memphis. Is they're in a playoff hunt? How many people would have had Memphis looking for a playoff spot in the Western Conference, which is stacked and loaded, by the way? But just from those two perspectives, uh, you know, guys that mean a, de- a great deal here in South Carolina. Just talk about the bright future that they have for the league. Yeah, well, I think for sure. I mean, you're seeing just so early in their careers. I mean, Tom has only played a handful of games. He's already got a couple 30-point games. I mean, basically everything that he was hyped up to be, he's, the early returns are good. So, you know, obviously both of these guys' injuries are, you know, can be a concern just with their, you know, they have different body types, but, there are definitely injury concerns there. So I think as long as they're healthy, they're going to be, you know, two of the best players in this league for years to come. I mean, I saw, I was covering the Knicks Grizzlies game when Morant came in there and he just, he just, you know, took over in Madison square garden. I mean, everything that you could imagine in a star point guard, I think that's what you're getting with John Morant. Like you said, Matt, I mean, the Grizzlies who expected them to even complete or excuse me, compete for a playoff spot. And now they look like, you know, they're in pretty good position to take that eight seed. So I think, you know, in terms of the South Carolina guys there who are in the NBA now, I think you're going to be watching Zion and Ja dominate the league for years to come. I mean, they're two of the most exciting young prospects I can remember seeing in the NBA. You know, tonight is I think it's tonight is the, the the most exciting part about NBA All-Star weekend, you know, the the competitions, the three-point shootout, the slam dunk contest. I know the slam dunk contest over the years has lost a little steam as the big names don't really participate in it, but we've had some epic battles before. It was like Zach Levine and and uh you know Aaron Gordon that put on a show several years ago. Um you know and then of course, you know there's that aspect of Zach Levine could be the first guy to win the three-point contest and the same dunk contest in the same night. But usually Saturday, I think, is the more exciting day uh, for the NBA All-Star Weekend. Just wanted to get some of your thoughts, some of, some of the things to look out for, you know, for things like the three-point shootout, the, the slam dunk contest. I know they have the skills challenge as well. You know, Give me some of your predictions tonight. Who, who are some of the guys that fans should look out for if they're going to tune in? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. Saturday, you know, I mean, the All-Star Game and the Rising Stars, those can be fun, but, you know, the Saturday, the dunk contest, the three-point contest, those are, at least for me, those are the those are the things that I'm most looking forward to on these weekends. And I think in the dunk contest, I don't know if he's going to win, but one guy I'm excited to see is Derek Jones Jr. from the Miami Heat. I mean, this guy can jump through the roof. He's, you know, he jumps out of the gym. So I'm excited to kind of see what he can put together. But I think, you know, Aaron Gordon coming back, he lost to Zach Levine a few years ago in that, you know, that epic dunk contest they had. I think Aaron Gordon's probably going to have something to prove tonight. And he, he's going to bring out some uh, some pretty interesting stuff, I would guess, just based on, you know, his, his last time in the dunk contest. And then in the, the three-point contest, I think 
if you if you're asking for a prediction, I'm probably going to just go Joe Harris because I picked him last year. He won. I'm not Homer. confident. That, I'm, eh, I know. I know. I'm a, I'm a New York uh, slash Brooklyn homer. So, but I'm not as confident in him this year as I was last year, just because I think it's tough to do it two years in a row. Um, but all you know, three point contest to me is always fun because there's always somebody who comes out of nowhere and lights it up. I mean, Devin Booker got added to the three point contest late and the All Star game, so you know maybe he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think you know it's hard to predict that. I think just because of the amount of people in it. And then the skills challenge is, you know, it's, it's obviously not as big as the other two, but, it, you know, it's an interesting little thing. They have, you know, some bigger guys in it, so it, it could be pretty interesting. And that I'd probably lean towards uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander from the Thunder. Um, but, again, you know, the three-point contest and the dunk contest, those are the, uh, those are the two marquee events. Um, and, again, I think uh, I know he's the favorite, but I would probably take Aaron Gordon in the slam dunk just because I think he's got he's he's probably got a few things in his bag for tonight. Uh, Danny, the final question here for you is you know the million dollar question, so to speak, with with Sunday being the All Star game. The All Star game kind of feels like the NFL Pro Bowl. Like a lot of people typically don't care about it. As a big basketball fan, so I watch it because there's really nothing else to do anyway. But it, it is something that's that's always kind of difficult to watch because it's a glorified dunk contest. Basically it turns into here, mm-hmm. but if you can make the case for somebody that has no interest in it, you know, my, my, my main man right here, Anthony Greer sitting across from me, he doesn't watch a whole lot of basketball, but you know, he, he, he was wondering if there's a reason to watch this all-star game, something to tune in for, what would be your reason to tell the folks to tune in Sunday to watch the all-star game? Well, it's, it's kind of unfortunate because this is, you know, a, a reason on the sad side but i think you know just with everything that's happened you know the kobe bryant tragedy recently i think all the stuff you know kind of surrounding the game all the tributes that's going to be going on for kobe you know they're playing the fourth quarter you know the they're adding the, the 24 where you know if the winning team has 100 points after three quarters they're going to play to 124 they're just adding that on top of their number i think you know just the, the interesting format, the Kobe tribute. I think this year they're trying to make it a little different, and I don't know how the format is going to go necessarily. I'm kind of skeptical on that. But I think you're going to see some guys, you know, playing pretty hard. Like you said, it, it can turn into a glorified dunk contest, and they're obviously going to do that, you know, that kind of stuff at some point. But I think, you know, with everything that's happened, you know, this season, I think you're actually going to see a lot of guys, you know, playing hard, playing a little bit more defense maybe than, than normally, kind of, you know, as a tribute to Kobe. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, that that's kind of the reason why I think people should tune into the game. But, um, you know, just everything around Kobe Bryant, I think, is going to make this All-Star game feel a little bit different. You know, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, you know, I feel like it'll still be a little sad and, you know, a little, uh, a little down for that reason. But it's still, I think it's still worth tuning in just to see, uh, just to see all the stuff the NBA does to uh, honor Kobe's legacy. Well, Danny, good stuff. We appreciate you taking the time this morning and joining us and talking a little bit about uh, the All Star Weekend and, and and big night tonight for it as well. As usually, when when Saturday night goes well, I think it excites people a little bit more. So hopefully, we have a good gun contest. Hopefully, 
you know, one of those fun three-point shooting contests can really kind of create a little bit more buzz on it. But, Danny, thank you for your time. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right. That's Danny Small of Elite Sports NY. He does a great job covering the league. If you're a fan of basketball, you know, he, he, he knows this, the game very well. Okay, so no uh, no fancy transition here, but here is Chip Murphy now coming up with his spot. Matt, I'm great, man. Thanks for that introduction. Uh, you're too kind, man, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We've been working together probably for about two two years now. So, you know, yeah, it, I think it, even longer. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I've known you for a long time. Both of us have a passion for the game of basketball and you know, all-star weekend. We, we talked a little bit about this week, even really, it's not something that excites everybody. Uh, you know, the, especially the all-star game coming up here. But one of the things that, you know, is exciting about all-star weekend is tonight. It's the, the competitions, the skills competitions, uh, the slam dunk contest, the three point shootout. Usually if Saturday night is good, and you could, you have some something positive to talk about, whether if it's a three-point shootout or the dunk contest. Usually, it sparks some interest in, in the NBA. You know, you, you hope for Saturday night as being the big, big part of All-Star Weekend because it's just a lot of fun seeing the competitions here. And that's kind of where you know I want to begin. Uh, you know, with some of your predictions on the three-point shootout and the slam dunk contest. If you had to pick a winner, who who do you have in each of these competitions tonight? Yeah, historically, Saturday night's always been the highlight of the All-Star Weekend. That's been the most memorable. I think you're right. But my uh, predictions, as far as the three-point contest, I love the new rule that adds the two extra Mountain Dew shots that are six feet behind the three-point line. I think that's going to be really fun to watch. I think it, it's hard to predict that one because the lineup stacks. You know, they have six of the top ten players in three-point makes. Uh, Dame Lillard's not in it. Uh, Devin Booker's a good replacement. But, look, the last guy to win back-to-back contests, I was looking at it, was Jason Capono in 2008. But it's all about who gets hot at the right time in those contests. It's not even necessarily about who's the best shooter. Because Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time last year, and he lost to Joe Harris. And I think Joe Harris can do it again. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's, and I think he really wants to win again. Um, I think Zach Levine obviously is a guy who can challenge for it. It's on his home court. But I'm going with Joe Harris in the three point. Um, and in the skills challenge, uh, I'm sticking with the Nets. I'm sticking with Spencer Dinwiddie because I don't have a lot of notes on that. I'm just saying. I don't think anybody would want to win the skills challenge more than Spencer Dinwiddie. He's <laughs> won it before, and we've talked about it on our show. Spencer Dinwiddie has a giant chip on his shoulder. He really, he he definitely believes that he should have been an all-star. I think he's borderline, but uh, he definitely wants to win it. It means a lot to him, and I think that's why I'll take it. Dunk contest has, I was yeah, going to ask dunk. you, Chip. It, 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 we, got, we got new faces. We got... Some old faces. Levine's in it. Gordon's in it. Dwight Howard's in it. Uh, you know, talk about what you think uh, the dunk contest goes. It's huge. If the dunk contest sucks, it really brings uh, the Saturday night down. Everybody wants to yeah. see a fun dunk contest. Are we going to have a an exciting show like we had with Gordon and Levine a few years ago? Do you think this one yeah. could bring it back? Yeah, there's only two kinds of dunk contests that people talk about. They talk about the ones that are awful and the, the great ones. And I think this could be a good one. I mean, the expectations for Aaron Gordon are just sky high. 
I'm not sure he can live up to them. But uh, I expect it to be a pretty memorable one. And I'm picking Dwight as the winner because I think he's going to do – well, I know he's going to do a Kobe tribute for one dunk. And I think another one of his dunks is going to be a Superman throwback dunk. And he's the guy who's going to get the biggest pop in the arena because, you know, he's he's going to do the the Kobe tribute. And it's going to be cool to watch. And he said he was planning – on uh, doing a dunk and involving Kobe in it. And I don't know if he's going to wear like a Kobe jersey or not, or I don't know what he's going to do. But I think, look, with Dwight, Dwight's corny, so Dwight's going to do some corny stuff too. That's what Dwight does. But uh, we don't pick the winner. The judges do. So it might not be about who does the best dunk, right? Uh, we all thought that, or maybe you didn't think, I thought it, we're very split on who should have won the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Aaron Gordon should have won. Yeah, okay, you're with me. Okay, yeah, Aaron Gordon, Gordon should have won. So maybe Aaron Gordon will have – could you imagine Aaron Gordon gets robbed by Dwight Howard? That'd be something, man. Oh, my God. If he gets <laughs> robbed again, I don't think I could take it. it that, that, was, that was pure <laughs> robbery. I was so mad. I, I don't even know yeah, why I, I was know. so mad, but I was mad. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. And we have no emotional attachment to Aaron Gordon at all. But it was, right. it was brutal to watch, that kid. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I, if I was betting on it, I'd bet Dwight Howard. Yeah, Chip, I, one thing I, I, I think about is that the slam dunk, dunk contest doesn't always get the, the top guys that you want to see participate in it. And I can understand a little bit, you know, with the, with the injuries that he had to start this season. But how disappointing it is that we don't have a guy like Zion Williamson in the dunk contest? Yeah. That guy's just made for it, right? I mean, it would be if he's in it, he's going to win, hands down. Like, that guy is just a, a human highlight reel. We've seen him all over YouTube, all these years of these dunks. I get because of the injuries, but do you think Zion is going to do what these players have are, are doing now and kind of staying away from the dunk contest? Do you think that he'll one day kind of take on that challenge? Because I hope so. I want to see him in a slam dunk contest in the worst possible way. Well, he had kind of his own dunk contest in the Rising Star Challenge last yep. <laughs> But uh, I don't think he's going to shy away from it. No, he does not strike me as that kind of guy. I think he welcomes it. I think eventually we'll see him in it. I do. And I think he's going to want to do it with John Morant. So I I would be surprised if we – maybe we'll even see him in it next year. Oh, man, that would I be awesome. Like he, yeah, I'd like to see him and Morant in the same one. I think that would be very cool. But, um, yeah, you mentioned with the injuries, there was no way he was going to do it this year. It made no sense. There was no point in it. But uh, And he's not in the best shape yet. Let's wait until he's in peak – shape whatever that is for zion we'll see but uh man he he does some incredible he does some dunk contest worthy dunks in game so uh, i can only imagine what he'd pull out during a contest yeah and speaking of zion keeping it here from their perspective one thing i wanted to ask you about is in the second half of the season here we see uh zion right now and the pelicans trying to make a push for the playoffs it's a fun exciting young team that they have there you know, a great trade that they made with the Lakers and, you know, brought in some good, young, talented guys. You draft Zion. Is this Pelican teams and maybe even another South Carolina guy, John Morant, you know, are those guys that you could see help their teams get into the playoffs? Which team do you think has a better chance, Memphis or, or New Orleans here? Oh, Memphis for sure. Because uh, Memphis is already the eighth seed. And I think John Morant's team is better. But, uh, Look, New Orleans is by no means out of it. I mean, they're six games out of the loss column. That's not great. But uh, 
I don't. Who's ahead of them? San Antonio and Portland. I have no faith in right. San Antonio this year. I never thought I'd. Which say is that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I never thought I'd say that. But they're twenty-three and thirty-one. San Antonio. They they just haven't been special. And uh, if you look at the numbers when DeRozan and uh, when DeRozan and Aldridge are on the court, they're just not great. Again, they're just not inspiring. And look at I mean San Antonio's nine and nineteen on the road this year. They're just not San Antonio anymore. And Portland's ahead of them, and Portland's just been so inconsistent. I mean, they made that run when they first got mellow, and you thought, okay, now they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be Dame's Portland Trailblazers again, and and now Dame's hurt. Who knows how long Dame's gonna be out? New Orleans could jump Portland if Dame's out. I don't know. I don't think New Orleans is out of it by any. So I, I think there's a lot of teams in it, and both uh, you could see Morant or Zion at the bottom of the playoffs, and then unfortunately get smoked by LeBron in the first round, but it would be cool to see Zion play LeBron in the first round. That, that would, would be something, cool. no doubt about it. <laughs> uh, Chip, final final question here is we have just a few few seconds before we have to go to our final break here, but, you know, I asked Danny earlier on why he thinks, you know, you should tune into the All-Star game because the All-Star game is kind of like the NFL Pro Bowl. It's something that doesn't yeah. spark a whole lot of interest. We talk about that as big basketball fans as we are. We, we know it's not the most exciting thing here. But if you had to give a reason, and I know Kobe is one of the reasons, but you know, and if that is it, you can go with that. But do you have another reason why uh, you know fans might be interested in tuning into this game? Is there something? Is there a certain storyline that kind of pops out that makes it interesting? Well, yeah, I think Kobe's the main reason, but I think also there's the new rule twist, which is pretty interesting, where the game basically starts over for the first quarter. You know, they wipe the thing clean which I think should be pretty cool. You know, they're basically incentivizing players to compete harder, you know, because they have the charity, the donation to charity for the team that wins the fourth quarter game, I guess. I think it's $200,000. And also, I think it's going to be interesting to see how LeBron plays, because I'd like him to win the MVP in this year's game, because it'd be his fourth, and uh, then he'd have the same amount as Kobe, which I think would be a good story, too. Um, and yeah, I think it, look, obviously Kobe is the prevailing reason to watch. Uh, you want to see what they do for Kobe and his daughter. If, if LeBron does anything during the game for Kobe, uh, it'll be if AD maybe too. I, I don't know. Uh, if they wear Kobe's number, I don't, if one of them wears eight, one of them wears 24, that'd be pretty cool. I, I don't know if they want to go to that extent. We saw what Trey Young did, but yeah, it, it's the first all-star game that I'm looking forward to in a pretty long time. I don't know about you, but I, it's, it's basically just been like a, a Chris Brickley scrimmage for a long time where they're just throwing up threes with no defense. And uh, I don't think it's going to be like that this year. I hope not, because I think if they put a little into it, it might make it more interesting. But, Chip, that's all the time we have. I appreciate you uh, taking some time with us this morning and talking about the All-Star game. should be a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks, man. Have a good one.